when I was 23, I went, I married my husband and we lived for two years in India. And after India, we went to the Philippines for two and a half years. And after the Philippines, we went to Cameroon for a year. And after the Cameroons, we went to Nigeria. It changed my personality. Yes, because I have seen how it is to be really poor. I'm 80 years old and I'm a pensionate. My husband was working for the Peace Corps, working for people who need help. And that is why we went to that country. So I have seen what it means when you have no uh, water, but you can get from the tap, if you have no electricity and if you have no gas. When we went to the Philippines, I got some housemates and I saw that they sometimes did not eat for three days because they had no food. And there is no uh, government who will help you. And they all had TBC. So many. So I think that we don't value that we have so that we are so rich and we have everything we want, we can buy it. And now we think everything is normal. And it is not normal when you have no meat. We should go a little bit down, down, but that is uh, difficult. I have friends and they say, uh, well, I have this sofa and the chairs in my living room. Already five years, I am going to buy new ones. And that is what I mean. Do you understand? We have too many clothes in our drawers. We have so many things. 1953, we were not so rich. But I think we were happier. Because we did easygoing things, you know. Not, not No internet, no mobile phone. No computer, <laughs> and and you listen to the radio because there was no television, and the whole family was on the radio, and that was really fun. We had no car. I did everything on my bicycle, and we went with the bus. So you cannot understand. You cannot compare it with nowadays, with today. We all have a car, we have television, computer, you, we are rich, rich people, the most of the people here are very rich. But we are a little bit uh, not so content. We are complaining very easy. in that countries in Africa and in Asia they live very easy with uh, dead people you know for instance in Africa in the Cameroons we met people who got children twins 
and the mother died. And then the habit of the, how do you call that, of the country is that the twins should also die because there is nobody to take care of them. And that is what we, we don't understand that. Because you know what we did, we took the twins uh, with some people, some Dutch people, and but when the father came back to his house and we brought the twins back, they were dead the next day. So, you know, when I think of that, I think, well, this is, this is unacceptable for us. It's not our culture. It's their culture. And when the mother is dead, what should they do? Because they can't give them milk. They have more money for milk. The mother is dead. And that is what uh, shocked me in the beginning. You see, they live so easy. You live and you die. And that is very normal there, that you can die. That can happen every day. And what we do when we go to that kind of countries, we want to tell them that they should take our culture. But that does not work. I was sitting once at the funeral and the dead body was sitting on a chair and they bound him. And I think that's very primitive primitive <laughs> to, to be in at the funeral with the dead man or woman sitting there and they make it white, the skin. But that is their culture. And then you cannot say that you should you should, shouldn't do that. You must do it different. No, they don't want that. There's so many different cultures. And I think that I'm very rich in what I have done in my life. Now I think I had a very rich life. I am a politician. I have uh, been a mayor for about, uh, uh, let me see, 12, 25, almost 30 years. The politicians, they make life. They decide about your life. They say where you have to build houses and where the roads will be, where the work will be. That is the politicians who do that and about income and what you get when you have no job. That's why I went in politics. But I don't, I did not choose for the uh, great politicians in the land, the, 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 sec, the Staten General, Parliament, but I choose for the villages, for the small towns, because I like people. I had so much fun with, for instance, uh, I always visited uh, old people when they became 90 or they are married for 50 years. And then you hear so many stories about what they, be, what they uh, all have done in their life. And that is what I like, talk with people. 
when you're a politician, you have to be very uh, strong because there's always uh, they always criticize you. You never do a thing uh, that they say, oh, well done, Anya. No. When they say, well done, Anya, I think, oh, there's something, there's something no good. <laughs> you understand? But you, you harden yourself to be safe. And I will say to young people, get interested in politics. Try. Because they make the rules, still. And another thing is um, get yourself educated if you can. And you, you have to, take care, to take, be able to take care of yourself, that you get work and that you get money. That is what I say to my children, at least. <laughs> and to my grandchildren. I think that every parent should do that. Yeah, talk with your children what is important in the world. And I think, well, they have their whole life. They have a whole life because we are old, but they have a whole life still to go. And that we should be a little bit more um, like we were in 1953, you know, be, be happy with small things uh, and be a little bit humble. I, I have to say that to myself as well, be humble. That's what I wish, be a little bit humble. Be a little bit, take care of each other. If I have a second life, <laughs> I think I will do the same. Yeah. Yeah.
That was a story on Radio Core. Thank you for listening. Visit www.radiocore.at and listen to more personal stories from rarely heard voices. Radio Core. Stories to tell.